The numbers from the last great crisis do not bode well for the smallest establishment amidst the COVID-19 crisis. The smallest businesses are part of the individualistic and sovereign heart of any community, and we've seen far too many go under in this pandemic. Hi, welcome to Small Business Big Bitcoin, the show where we talk about what Bitcoin means to small business owners and how small businesses can integrate Bitcoin into their companies. I'm Aaron, and I'm an entrepreneur and partner in a small business, Victoria Kayak Tours and Rentals, located in the harbour of downtown Victoria, British Columbia. My role at our company is primarily on the technical and financial side of the business. I do the accounting, the inventory management, the website, and generally anything computer and technology related. My partner and wife is the manager and the face of Victoria Kayak. She would bring home the bacon, except that she's a vegan. If you would like to talk with me about Bitcoin and how you are using it in your life or business, please reach out. I would love to discuss it with you. So with that introduction, let's get on with the show. The following is an opinion piece in Bitcoin Magazine by Heidi Porter, Mark Mariah, and Colin Crossman. And it's titled, Bitcoin and the Smallest Businesses, Cantillon Effects, and Why They Need Bitcoin. Small businesses that are essential to communities often suffer the most from inflation. Here's how Bitcoin can help remedy this suffering. The Cantillon effect describes the phenomena that those closest to the money printing benefit the most. Larger institutions, banks, organizations, and corporations are closer to the money. Larger groups representing large amounts of coordinated interests are also closer to the money. What are SMEs, small and medium enterprises? Small businesses are usually defined as organizations with fewer than 100 employees. Mid-sized enterprises are those organizations with 100 to 999 employees. According to the Small Business Administration, SBA, SMEs employ 47.1% of all private sector employees. There's another level of business that is defined by certain states or organizations. A microenterprise employs 10 or fewer people and grosses less than 250,000 annually in some cases and a maximum of 500,000 annually in other cases. That is, most businesses. These businesses are a vital part of your downtown and local community. These businesses include our local pub, our local retail store, your local restaurant, car service shop, home product shop, florist, flooring, or lighting store. However, whether it's number of employees or annual revenue, what makes or breaks a business is the difference between income and expenses. Too much red ink and the business dies. The goal is to have more income than expenses. The largest part of expenses tend to be the capital equipment, inventory costs, and wages. Numerous people have written about how inflation has a larger and more deleterious effect on those at the lower wage levels. We've seen this clearly in the last 20 months. Inflation will also have the largest effect on smaller businesses. What's needed is something that counters the effects of inflation. The smallest businesses need Bitcoin the most. Some of the reasons inflation affects these smallest businesses most. 1. Economies of scale. Larger businesses often benefit from economies of scale. If you buy more, you get discounts. The smallest businesses don't have this benefit. 
This means the smallest businesses are hit hardest by inflation and must either increase their prices or possibly lose money as a result. Increasing prices to offset higher costs can also lead to lost business, often to larger businesses, and thus lead to losses. 2. Wages With inflation, businesses must raise wages. Because the smallest businesses have issues with scale and costs, it's more difficult to raise wages. Big companies are able to offer higher wages and pass that increase to a much wider customer base. For small businesses, this can then harm their ability to attract workers and thus hurt their ability to be productive and provide service to their customers. There has been and continues to be a war for talent. 3. Susceptibility to downturns Small and medium businesses can be more susceptible to economic downturns. A recent Brookings report states that SMEs were responsible for over 60% of job losses during the 2008 recession. Furthermore, the same or worse is expected during the effects of COVID-19. Job losses can be seen as a proxy for lost sales, where the business can no longer support their previous employment levels. 4. Inability to manage technology changes or supply chain disruptions. In a lockdown of an economy, who is going to have the technology to move online quickly? It's most likely the larger half of SMEs or large businesses who have the resources and scalability to implement online software. In a supply chain disruption, who do you think gets the last or late shipment? It's the smaller and smallest purchasers. The smallest businesses were even last in line for the COVID-19 relief loans granted to temporarily mitigate the economic slowdown for many businesses. 5. Risk of failure. There are many different reasons for small business failures. For a New York Fed paper, loss of business is certainly a large contributor, and you can't do business without being able to receive mandatory supplies for your business. If we can read the tea leaves of past crises and the effects on the smallest of the SME businesses, according to a report from the St. Louis Fed, quote, In the Great Recession, very small establishments exited at a rate nearly twice as high as the economy average. They also saw a much larger decline in sales if they did survive. But even very small establishments with relatively more sales did not have a lower exit rate. Unquote. The numbers from the last great crisis do not bode well for the smallest establishment amidst the COVID-19 crisis. The smallest businesses are part of the individualistic and sovereign heart of any community, and we've seen far too many go under in this pandemic. And, as mentioned above, with so many Americans employed by these types of businesses, it is imperative they remain viable for the security of our economy and vitality of our communities. Could Bitcoin, as an inflation hedge via the appreciating value of Bitcoin, help other small businesses survive and new ones to start and grow? Yes, we believe so. And that was Bitcoin and the smallest businesses, Cantillon effects, and why they need Bitcoin. By Heidi Porter, Mark Mariah, and Colin Crossman. So I thought I'd do a quick take on their article and talk about their, um, their, their five reasons that inflation affects small businesses the most. And their number one reason, or I guess their number one on their list, was economies of scale as, uh, small, business, as small business owners know 
we see it in our in our wholesale pricing sheets. When we can order more, we're going to get a better price on the product. And when we see those price increases, which we have seen already, uh, at least we've seen those in our our products at our business, we're we're you know we're definitely affected by that. We we know that we're going to have to pass that cost on to our customers or somehow otherwise find the money to pay for the increase in the products. Yeah, definitely number, you know, economies of scale is, is an impact. But again, that's probably uh, on all businesses, anybody who can grow their small business a little bit larger is going to get a benefit by uh, in product pricing. Wages, we know we need to re- raise our wages. We know inflation is running 5 or 7 or... Eight percent, whatever number you want to use, and we and we know that we want to attract uh, good employees. We want to attract. We want our, our employees to make a good wage. We want them to be uh, uh, profitable in their employment with us. We want them to be happy. We don't want to deal with a bunch of wage turnover or uh, wage turnover. We don't want to deal with a bunch of employee turnover, which I'm sure all companies are, you know, trying to avoid turnover they have to deal with all the training bill that comes with that and and we especially as a seasonal business we want to hire our staff on have them go a full season and ideally come back for another season afterwards so you know we want to be competitive with wages uh susceptibility to downturns was their number three small businesses small and medium businesses can be more susceptible to economic downturns yeah Uh, that's probably pretty self-evident most small businesses don't have a, a ton of financial cushion in their in their balance sheet. They, um, you know, are maybe even operating day to day or season to season. You know, we try and and plan out in a in a multi year plan at our business. We have some capital equipment that we need to replace or or deal with, so we need to have a, a look forward in that and and be prepared for those items as we get down the road. Yeah susceptible i think all small businesses are susceptible to downturn uh their number four was inability to manage technology changes or supply chain disruptions as in our own personal company we got pretty lucky with that our supply chain wasn't a huge uh, deal for us technology changes uh, again aren't a big part of our company other than our online booking as long as we can manage that and you know our our minor uh payroll and management software. So technology change wasn't a really big deal. I did see people, or we did have, uh, we have a friend who is a uh, sommelier and uh, she would go to the wine store and they would have people, customers come into the wine store. They do a tasting, probably sell a couple of bottles of wine. They would have, uh, you know, an expert come in and talk about the vineyard maybe that that wine had come from and they moved their business online, which I thought was quite interesting and was very successful. At least I thought it was very successful and actually grew a wider customer base in many respects. Their, their customer base began to span multiple provinces, which is something that, you know, as a local store, they would not have been able to do. I thought that was kind of an interesting, you know, adaptation of technology uh, that, I certainly wouldn't have thought of, but it was it was very effective. And they were just using Zoom for that. Uh, their number five was risk of failure. Many different reasons for small business failures. Yeah, a recession uh, is going to be hard on businesses. 
again, we're talking about that lack of cushion, financial cushion in a bank account. And, um, you know, historically, when you see these declines in sales of businesses don't survive, you know, there just isn't enough, uh, enough of a, of a cushion in the business. So their, their final point was, could Bitcoin as an inflation hedge via the appreciating value of Bitcoin help uh, small businesses survive and new ones to start and grow? This is something that, that as soon as we listen to Michael Saylor's assessment of this, you know, when, he, when he's talking about his currency in the bank decreasing at 20% annually, that was the wake-up call for us. And when we you talk about holding Bitcoin and holding that as your cushion, you know, we could look back at a historic appreciation price of 300%. But even if we didn't have that, even if we just, you know, maintained inflation, if we can maintain, you know, a 20% growth in our in our Bitcoin holding, well, now we can, you know, instead of being rushing to spend that money in the bank before it it deflates in value, we can hold it. And now we've got a buffer against a downturn against a, a, a you know, a, a bad weather year for us. That's our, our, one of our biggest impactors is the weather. And, uh, and of course there's no holding cost with that Bitcoin. It's, it's, you know, it's easy to secure. It's easy to manage. It's really a, a very simple asset to to keep on the books for a for a little company, and you know that is an ideal buffer for us, or what we're finding is an ideal buffer for us uh, towards you know future downturns and, and even in defense of the current downturn, it's it's been a a really good hedge. So yeah, do we think small businesses should be thinking about Bitcoin on the balance sheet? Definitely, it's something that uh, can give you that, uh, that buffer, that cushion uh, against economic uh, hard times. The other thing, uh, we're starting to see the ability to use that, that Bitcoin as a uh, collateral for a loan. So should you need fiat in the meantime, you can put up some of that Bitcoin as your collateral for that loan at very... Uh, you know, a very handy, very useful tool, very flexible. Anyway, that's uh, my take on um, on their article. Caught my eye because it was about small businesses, and that's what this podcast is about. So that was uh, Bitcoin and the smallest businesses, Cantillon uh, effects, and why they need Bitcoin uh, by Heidi Porter, Mark Mariah, and Colin Crossman. Thanks. The Small Business Big Bitcoin Podcast is sponsored by Victoria Kayak Tours and Rentals. Located in beautiful downtown Victoria, British Columbia, we accept Bitcoin and Lightning payments. Check us out at victoriakayak.com.